We're going to talk about NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. You are listening to the Tandem Draft Podcast presented by the Restart Sports Network. Hello, Griffin. Hello, Tommy. Hello, everybody else. Uh, thank you for listening to the Thanks for listening to the Tandem Draft. Griff, uh, I hope you and our listeners today are not vegetarians. Because by golly, we've got beef. This is a big beefy show. <laughs> so much beef. That's right, folks. We're gonna talk about it. What everybody's talking about in the world of NASCAR, the tweets exchanged between Anthony Alfredo and Landon Castle. The so when we recorded last week, the second time, the one that everybody got to hear. Yeah. Which, by the way, credit to us, this one's totally going to work. If yeah, you're listening work, to this, yeah. it worked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last week, we talked a lot about how we wish there was more beef in NASCAR. We found it. All three series. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. We've scraped it up off of all I-80, and we've maneuvered it into the world of NASCAR. Just, it, what a weekend. I'm so happy about Darlington weekend <laughs> in every aspect. The the paint schemes, the madness at each other, um, how the races ended, the aftermath of the races ending. Everything was fantastic. Great stuff. So I guess so we'll so we'll recap that and then we'll recap the beefs and then we will look ahead to Kansas. We're back to the mile and a half. Mm-hmm. So uh okay. Let's just Darlington. Trucks. Trucks. John Hunter, ne- John Hunter Nemechek weekend. Yeah, this was... Uh, it was very surprising that it took us this long to get a John Hunter Nemechek victory out of the truck series. Yeah. Uh, he's had... The first few races especially were... He went a long time without getting a top five or top yeah. ten. So, in a way, it's not surprising that he's won... At Darlington, but in a way, also, it's been not characteristic of that team right. for, some, for whatever reason. Right. Now that all the Kyle Busch cars or trucks have, have won, uh, they're kind of back to normal. But it was just kind of peculiar that yes. it took this long for the guy who should have been the champion last year to win a race. Right, yes. And uh, and it was it was just an early reminder, I guess, for just setting the tone for the weekend of how truly difficult the Darlington track is. I mean, people spinning out, sliding, yeah. tires going flat all over the place. It was truly a tire management race, especially with the trucks. They only had four sets. Right, yeah. It, so Short race, but that being said, four sets at Darlington, even even with the short race, like 200 miles, I think it was. Like, yeah. That's nuts. Because like, <laughs> after, after six or seven laps, they're already losing yeah. substantial time on their lap times. You see, this is why Martinsville was a terrible race because we did not have that at all right this is this is what makes it fun they make the harder the tire is to grip the track the better race it is yeah and all three races delivered in that aspect because people were <laughs> yes and i'm could not so hold the glad car to the track. and i'm so glad we get to do this again yes and f- add a hundred miles to it yeah we we find we get another we get another darlington we do two i think we need to do three a year like we did in 2020 uh, why not i don't think there was anything else wrong with 2020 other than you know that other one thing that happened i, I don't know if you heard but there is that one thing that happened but it did give us three darlingtons so yeah i mean i think yeah. net positive <laughs> net yeah well <laughs> it brought back really, two darlingtons for the time yes, so i mean that's really that's net that, positive for that time it's just for the like at, in that time frame, you just got to count the wins. And yeah, yes. three Darlingtons, okay. that was a win. Yes. Uh, and the so John Hunter, John Hunter Nemechek, I I will say his name correctly. Okay, John uh, Hunter Nemechek. Nemechek. Okay. Nemechek. Yeah, gets the win. I mean, he dominated. He won qualifying. He got the pole. I he was by far the superior truck all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did have some beef. And it started with John Hunter, John Hunter, God, <laughs> son of a John Hunter Nemechek 
getting his post-race interview on the front stretch, and then all of a sudden, this this crash, doink, yeah. off the hood of the car. Somebody threw a full can of something. Yeah, somebody wasted $18 by throwing a full can of liquid across the... Ca- First of all, we'll call it... It's It was a hell of a throw. Good you throw. Know, yeah, good arm. Sure. Because uh, you got to get it over the fence. The fence is really tall. You got to get it over the fence. I don't know how close or far this guy was from... I mean, it would be easier to get it over the fence if you're higher up in the stands, but right. that also puts you at a further distance. I'm sure. Um, and and I hope that he was aiming for the hood and yeah, not yeah, for I, yeah, John Hunter yeah. so, uh, or Jamie Little. Yeah. Obviously, this guy's an idiot and needs to, you know, serve time for attempted assault. Like, that, yeah. that's like... <laughs> So they did catch the guy. Like oh, did they? they? Yeah, that's they, good. They, did, they got him. Uh, I don't know if there's charges pressed or something, but like, that's ridiculous. Like, that could like that could have really hurt. <laughs> not good. If it, yeah, obviously not good. You know, it just got me to thinking that NASCAR should really invest in a place on the track where a guy can go yeah. if they win the race and just go straight there as opposed to the to the front stretch right i really wish a place like that existed yeah like a like a purpose-built place like where the crew can be like the crew can celebrate with the driver uh the driver can you know maybe some people with pit passes yeah you you can get some photographers in there so then the the photographer and cameraman isn't like ruining the shot of their burnout or something yeah um you call it like uh it would be like the winner's town or something you know something like something like that victory 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 square like yeah winners yeah We'll work on it. Winners Boulevard. Well, like well you can, yeah, you can sell the sponsorship for like the place. Sure, uh, fans can go there, take picture with a yeah. trophy or something. Yeah, that's where the interview can be. It would be a whole thing. We'll troubleshoot it. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. Circle back. Circle back. Yeah, circle. That's a yeah. good. That's uh, a good part of it. Yeah, I don't know. Just hmm. spitballing. Yeah, uh, there was some more beef in the truck race. It was more of like just young guys, like, "Hey, you wrecked me." I didn't mean to, but you wrecked me into you wreck me wrecking you stuff like that. I don't think it's worth like. Yeah, this was it, yeah. Spe- with all the beef that we had going on, we really didn't. This was not a uh, big yeah beefy. Uh, if that was the beef race. that we had yeah. to talk about, we would yeah. we would be on it for hours. Uh, other the one other piece of beef um, would be uh, two days in a row of John Hunter Nemechek's daughter uh, ripping the sunglasses off of uh, his wife's face during the national anthem. Mm. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, she has beef with uh, with the uh, sun protection, I guess. Yeah, Just, so it's them being all serious for the national yeah. anthem, and John Hunter's wife is trying so hard not to laugh because it's obviously hilarious. This right. kid is just enthralled with these sunglasses. Yes, she's just prying them over. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. both the trucks and Xfinity race, it happened. It was the best. Can't beat it. I Can't love beat it. it. Also, uh, another beef that I just thought of. In the in this in the truck race, you're I've I've derailed. I'm so sorry. I oh completely Lord. lost it because lost I was thinking beef? about the sunglasses thing. <laughs> oh, uh, I know what it is. Okay, Matt Crafton is beefing with the rules because he's finished fifth but yep. got disqualified and finished Oops. last. Yep. So uh, uh-huh. his car was a, his truck was a little too high off the ground. I think it was a little low. A little or too low little, to the ground. The heights. One of the two. The heights were bad. Yeah. You got to be not that. Yep. So, Whatever he did was wrong. Yes. I don't, I don't so know. not even like just straight up disqualified. Bam. Yeah. He's dead. He finished last. Dead last. Yeah. Uh, so, I think he was top five. So he was a, he finished yeah. fifth. So uh, big shame for Matt Crafton, uh, the longest tenured driver in like. In yep. the series, obviously, you know, st- uh, debuted in that truck. Yes, in two thousand, wild for the Menard in the Menards eighty eight. He had one season away with Kevin Harvick, mm. but he came back and he's been driving for the Thorsons ever since. Which I think twenty two years in that series is unbelievable. Like that's nuts. That's I mean that's him. Ron Hornaday was yeah. pro- probably put up twenty. He got uh, yeah, yeah elite was, company yeah. really. Like yeah, there's Hornaday not a lot got of people. Close, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, good for him. But yeah. sorry, you cheated. Yeah. So, Oops. Yes. So that's uh that was the truck race. Um, that was Friday night. I will reiterate this: that I think Darlington weekend mm-hmm. could have t- taken place Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday being like the practice days, Friday being the truck series, 
race and then Saturday a doubleheader with Xfinity and then the cup race to follow the Xfinity race. Yeah, that's race. the thing. Like they never do a doubleheader. Like the cup the cup series is always by itself. Right. Like unless it unless of course it's rained out or something. Like dude, I did a doubleheader Xfinity and Cup at uh Indianapolis in 2018. That sounds what a miserable long day. <laughs> you know, $35. Okay. 35 bucks for two races. That's that pretty was, good. That was something. At least, like, at least I got to like wander around and stuff. Sure. That was fun. But man, like that's a long day. That so is a long day. That's yeah. probably why. But like, yeah. Like, if you're I don't going, know. If you're I just feel like night. Like I just feel not? like Darlington, especially this round of Darlington, all the races are not that long. Oh, yeah. Trucks were 200, right? I think yeah. the Xfinity was 250. Mm-hmm. And then the Cups guys were 400. Now, granted, the Cup race, it was long. And we'll, we'll get into yeah. the Cup race. But I just feel like those, you could start the Xfinity race noon, one local time. Mm-hmm. It's over by like 3, 3.30. And then Cup Series starts at like 5 or 6 mm-hmm. going into the night. Yeah. It's just something yeah. to think about. I mean, oh. it would be nice, you know, to, that would be a good chance to get a bigger crowd for the Xfinity series. Yeah. Like, I just watched a clip from the first race I ever went to, the Xfinity race at Chicago in twenty two or in 2006, okay. 2006. I'm not like a pretentious asshole. So uh, that was the race Casey Mears won. Good for Casey Mears. But it was like, I don't even remember, like, I, I just remember being there and having a great time as a small child. Right. But it was full, like 80,000 people. Sure. Full. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. And part of that might have been because there are so many cup guys in the field. But I mean, a huge crowd for the Xfinity series is, you know, a rising time rate very, raises all shit. Very big deal. So I don't know. You know, it's. It it's, was just an observation of mine. Yeah. It's a long day. I mean, at the same I love long cup races, but I mean, maybe the cup races don't always have to be 400 miles. Like, yeah. If you're going to maybe schedule in these like trip or double headers yeah, things and like a, you could do a shorter race. Yeah. The cup, like we did a lot of like kilometers based races in uh in covid times yeah um so i mean it's possible but i mean I, at the same time i mean ultimately i'd and yeah i really like a 500 mile race yeah i like us and like don't you know give me back that whole hundred laps of martinsville if we can uh take off add some tire wear but that's neither here nor there um yeah it it could have been mother's day you know, you know we don't yeah. need to race on mother's day yeah well and that was the other thing too with uh the F1 race. Yeah. And I guess we can do, I was going to make this the tangent drafters. Let's just do the tangent draft. Now there's two things that I want to bring up. The okay. first is the F1 race being on Sunday as well. Uh, it was in Miami mm-hmm. and from all reports, I didn't watch it cause I watched Darlington. Yeah. Like I, uh, if, if, all, I, if I had more than one screen, I would have watched it. But if I, yeah. when I'm at work, I have one screen and I'm going to watch NASCAR. Yes. I, yeah, absolutely. And by all reports, it seems like we made the correct decision in watching Darlington because Miami yeah. sucked. <laughs> and nobody, a, there was one pass and yeah. it was for the lead and that was it. So the shame about that is as bad of a race it was, it was so much of a spectacle that it destroyed NASCAR in the demo of yeah. 1849. NASCAR got more viewers, but we skew real old. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. we skew real old. So, yeah. And I mean, oh, yeah. And when Michael Jordan, team owner for 2311, yeah. is at the F1 race, as was Tom Jeff Gordon. And Jeff Gordon. Well, he did both amazingly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he pulled that off. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Brady, yeah. he was there. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, like all the, well, yeah. the guy that they thought was Patrick Mahomes, but he turns out to be a completely different person. Uh, there are a lot of people, a lot of people that a lot of younger people know yeah. that were at the F1 race, so probably skewed their attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just feel like as a, as a motorsports fan, mm-hmm. having them run at the same time is, yeah, and not everybody has three TVs in their basement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said though, like. There's not a lot of people like there's a lot of people that watch NASCAR that would also like to watch a Formula One race. Yeah. But not so much the other way around, which is yeah. a bummer. Yeah. You know, not so many people that like there's not really a lot that are Formula One fans. They're just like, yeah, let me I don't know if I want to watch Formula One or the cup race. Like, yeah, at I least don't. it was Darlington that was on. Not like again, like I said last week, Circuit of the Americas uh, 
F1 race ran up against Kansas in the fall. Like, oh, God. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, miserable. That one, uh, Formula One got TV privileges, and NASCAR got laptop privileges on that one. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, we have a new car for this weekend at Kansas, which will provide a great race. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. But... Dear Lord. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, but so that was the first tangent that I wanted to bring up. The second tangent that I would like to talk mm-hmm. about, the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I So I did watch the Kentucky Derby. Well, not the six-hour spectacle. I watched the 10 minutes of the immediate pre-race and the race itself. Yes. I, and the horse-on-horse violence I watched, at the end. Yeah. I watched the hour and a half time frame that i thought the race was about to start uh-huh. and it never did yeah and then i saw the race and i have several things to say okay the first is the longest odd winning the race is just my favorite thing in the world at the time of the <laughs> yes. race 24 hours prior to the start of the race this horse this was horse not in the race did not yeah yeah uh t-shirts that were sold at uh churchill downs which first of all nobody's buying t-shirts at this point they're buying funny hats they should have because (laughs) now those t-shirts have to be worth a lot because the horse that won isn't even on on it (laughs) uh so that was fun ten dollars would have won you like eight hundred dollars or something crazy unbelievable amount yeah a lot of money was won and lost yeah at the pony race yeah i was i um I did some research just looking into it just just to see how the sports books did. Mm-hmm. It was like, were they winners because because the long odds nobody was betting on like all the yeah. favorites were being bet. But the way horse racing works is like there are particular bets of if you're if the horse that you bet on is in the top three, you still get paid out something. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of that included with like people just throwing 10 bucks on the long shot yeah. just to see like and the books did not do well yeah so um that and then yes after the race when the the horse was trying to bite anything yeah look so i i know nothing about horsey time racing oh neither do uh, i they first of all a six hour pre-event it's spectacle yeah thing and like you can't even interview the athletes because the athletes are horses. Like you can't, <laughs> you cannot talk to. There's no, like I don't know. Like there's no pre. There's no right. post. I want to see the post race interview with you know the horse. He's just like throwing an oat bag around. Like how you feel? <laughs> <laughs> so this horse, like they have to corral them with another horse to bring because apparently after the race the horse is incapable of being right, led yeah, anywhere just incapable so they hook this horse to another horse and the winning horse is not happy with this other horse Don't blame so him. it's just biting the shit out of and it. then the guy riding the other horse is punching yeah, the just horse punch- that won the Kentucky Derby okay. in the face so imagine imagine you're Joey Logano and you just won at Darlington. Spoiler alert, Joey Logano won at Darlington. Oh, spoilers. So he, imagine Jamie Little comes up to do the interview. And at the, while she's doing the interview, she hooks him up with a collar to like lead him <laughs> around and just starts punching him in the face. That, honestly, now, that's that, something I would like I, to see. I mean, that would be kind of funny. I mean, there are probably a lot of people that get uh, put in a collar and punched in the face. And they sure. pay a lot of money for that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in this case, uh, the horse is the one that, well, the horse wasn't paid anything. Again, the horse that did all the work isn't paid anything. Right. But a lot of people made a lot of money off of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So now, I don't, yeah, I don't know how horse racing where I'm not like a, not my favorite thing. Not my, I'm not a big advocate of it. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, we, t- we talk about all these things of like taking care of athletes, like, like for instance, like the women's soccer team, how yeah. they were underpaid and yeah. like given bad, like not being treated well, not having like their mm-hmm. proper like physical therapy and things to get done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, and that, but just beating these horses to oblivion yeah. uh, and making them run around the track, we're, we're just automatically cool with that because, because it's tradition. And we, and we, and then a bunch, <laughs> and then a bunch of rich people dress up in silly hat the Ugh. the um what i don't know oh my god i'm like did we just did we just upset my the gods uh, of horse racing I, <laughs> I think that was my computer uh, 
technical difficulties have been encountered. Please stand by. I, I mean, we're still recording. Okay, we're good. So okay. I, it's not recording on the computer, but we're recording on this, and then well, we'll make we, it work. We got a backup. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, this, the people that are dressing up to go to horsey time yeah. is... That being said, yeah, we talked. We we did talk uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, uh, about uh, venues uh, that you know, like the clashers at the Coliseum. You know sure. how cool that was. Yeah, you can do a dirt race at Churchill Downs. <gasps> it's a mile long. They it's wouldn't big let enough. us. They wouldn't let them. Come on, they wouldn't let them. I don't care. What, what, what the hell be, are they doing the whole year? You doing can a pack, bunch of horse racing. You can racing? pack a hundred thousand people in. Yeah, there. you can look at that place. That place is amazing. I have, yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. wouldn't be upset about. I it. I mean, b- before we tear down Arlington Park, I mean, we would do it there. Rest in peace. What a beautiful like that place is huge too. Yeah. Oh, it's already gone. It is. Yeah. Well, it's still there. Like the stands are there. It's not like gone. Oh, gone. I thought I mean, it was. The tra- isn't I the truck? I thought it was gone. I, I drive by it kind of free. It's, I mean, I don't know no, if it okay. operates, but it's there. It's oh, big. It's, right. Yeah, you can't miss it. Just assume everything's gone um, and dead. Everything that's good is yeah, gone. I, and I, dead. I, I'm sure there. Well, okay, you'd have to. Well, no, never mind. I don't know. I'm, I'm like going back because we built a whole track in a football field. We can add walls to it. Like we can add that's a, a good couple point. walls around. That's a good point. Pave a bit. Like this should be possible. If they they can put a man on the moon. They can make cars that go in circles go, go in circles. Yeah. yeah. Also, but also counterpoint. Yeah. No more dirt races. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Let's pave Churchill Downs. Now that's, we're talking. That's the problem. You know, we yeah. need to. We need to. Uh, you know, dirt racing is a regression for horses. We need to race them. <laughs> yeah. We we need pave. You know, but you know, you know, you can go out with your buddies and go to a dirt race. You know, enter a car in and have some fun, but. The real sport and the real money is in asphalt horse racing. Definitely. Oh my god! Talk like, about those poor horses. Uh, uh. Anyways, so one more thing about tangents. Yes. Like, reverting back to the Formula One race, please. You see how much those hats were? No. Oh my god! You can get a Mercedes hat for a hundred and twenty dollars. Just a baseball cap? Like, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Red Bull, $100. I was pitching a fit because the on-field cap for Major League Baseball, Mm -hmm. uh, when I I first started noticing that the players wore different hats than what I was wearing, they were like $30. Yeah. Then they were thirty five for a while. Now they're like forty two or forty three. I'm like, that's Come ridiculous. On. This so, is so dumb. I don't wear hats because I got a weird head. So confirm. That being said, <laughs> hey, well, okay, just, I'm just, I'm just uh, helping your story. <laughs> so <laughs> a a, ha- a good hat, like a good hat, yeah. should be twenty five dollars. Yeah, like an unbelievable hat would be thirty bucks. I hear you. There you go. Like that's yes. Like, when yeah. I was a kid, you know how much free hats I have? Like that they would just hand out at like, like yeah. even like the two or three races I went to as a kid, like sponsor things would just give you hats. So I got like a like yeah. a Carl Edwards Bush series hat. Like I just got a bunch of free hats because yeah. they just gave away hats. Yeah. Now Can't do that. Yeah. Now they're Stupid. a hot commodity. Yeah. Yeah. And these people hats. at the Kentucky Derby are these wearing people. these whatever. And we just had a guy. Uh, we have the. Um, hockey playoffs on right now and they're in canada and the guy singing the, the national anthems uh had one of the mountie hats oh yeah we are the mounties yeah. handsome we're brave yeah. we're strong all right let's go to xfinity all right because uh our boy landon castle is full of the beef yep yep he's in the beef he uh landon castle has uh entered himself into the the uh the beef smoothie. He's dove into the blender with the beef. So we're gonna gum down some hot beef. Okay. So, um, there was an incident with uh, Anthony Alfredo where he was caught speeding on pit road. Right. Um, later on in the race, uh, you know, he just sped on pit road and then he had to go to the back. Which uh, for his team, you know, they have to work a little bit hard. He's a smaller team. They got to put a little extra work in. Put put a little bit more mustard on it to get up high so uh high in the track uh track position right so kind of a bummer for them you know to that's a lot to for them to hack through so he was very upset and got on twitter uh he didn't name names but he said that it's interesting that 
you get a penalty for speeding on pit road when somebody is pushing you down pit road. Uh, again, didn't name any names. He just said big brain move. Right. Get, you know, make somebody else get a penalty like that. Yep. So Landon Castle comes out and takes, uh, he names himself. He's like, that was me. Uh, he says, that's funny because I was pushing you because you were going too slow and you got penalized for somewhere completely different on pit road. Yep. Uh, because they have that data. He got penalized at the end of pit road, like the far end, and this happened at the beginning of pit road. Uh, so Landon Castle, he said, no big brain moves here. Yeah. That was his. Uh, so Landon, like, it was it was fairly polite. He did say, hey, bud, which I think for Landon, like, he might have just, he, he called him a slur there. Like, that for Landon, as, like, kind and it's polished like, as he is. It's like when you're like, upset that's with ridiculous. somebody. Yeah. yeah. You say, that's, hey, pal. Yeah, that is. Hey, whew, big guy. That was worse than him saying, like, that was worse than, like, a Kyle Bush tirade. Like, that right. was, whew, he yeah. called him bud. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. That, I loved every I second love, of it. I love Landon Beef. Uh, I cannot picture Landon Castle fighting anybody no, ever. And this no, obviously no, no. and I'm not this is not worthy of fighting over, but that is kind of fun. Like I can see the I can see him getting wild eyes. I think yeah. that would be fun. Well, you know, Anthony Alfredo can just grab some fettuccine and get out of the way. Don't come at Landon. <laughs> if you come at Landon, you best not miss. Yeah. <laughs> we we yeah, we are Landon defenders. Uh, this one, I don't even think we. He took care of it himself. He yeah. took, yeah. You, you got it, Landon. He yeah. figured it out. He's fine. Um, but as far as the race goes, Justin Allgaier, my God, yeah, he is. Uh, he the he is a a veteran. Uh, he really you know was up there Put on at a Dover. Clinic. Dover his, is his uh, other best track, but Darlington. He is just so good here. Uh, he is up there with uh, into the uh, highest. Uh, he's getting up there in highest win. Uh, or sorry, highest win totals for Chevrolet drivers in the Xfinity series. I believe he's third place. Uh, I know he's right behind Dale Jr. at the moment, but yeah, he's just been in that car. He's found his niche. He's yeah. in. He's where he should be. Um, I think you know. I I I think he should get a couple more shots in like a part-time cup ride or something similar to how AJ oh, yeah. had, had his rides with colleague or something. Because yeah. all guy is a good. He's a good driver, but man, he is just really good. For with, um, he's really, really good in the junior motorsports car. He was kind of just toying with the yeah, field. I yeah. felt like that on being, Saturday he did have two two big challengers, and circumstances kind of took him away. We had uh, Josh Berry, who was dispatched by his own uh, his own beef with the restart rule, mm. uh, where he just kind of yeah. went. He just decided, you know, yeah. like they can't pass me if I just go before they wave the green flag. But that being said. I think Justin would have had him. Yeah, Justin probably could have got Josh, but John Hunter Nemechek was one that he he probably would have won the race if that last caution didn't come out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, John Hunter was really close on getting uh Sam Hunt racing their first win. Would have been two for two on the weekend to that point. Yeah. But um, Justin's crew capitalized, got him out, and yep. Justin, you know, he just couldn't catch him after that. Yeah. Another. Uh, really good car on Saturday too. Uh, Tyler Reddick driving the forty-eight. Yes, yeah. He had an awesome car, great paint scheme, but awesome car running wise. I thought he had a good chance. Yeah, he had great he just, strategy at the end. Yeah, he because he was uh, just lost a tire. Yeah, he was behind on tires um, and got himself up on strategy. Uh, if we didn't get that last caution, it would have been kind of nuts. But yeah. Yeah, he was up there on strata, and he was hel- holding people up and staying up there. But, yeah, after he lost that tire, obviously that's, it's yeah. over at that point. So that kind of stunk. It really showed. So I was really down on that team's decision. Uh, that's a small team that started last year with Jade Buford behind the wheel, and he's been racing this year. And they've been doing great things, especially for the size of that team. And I was kind of bummed to see them like take him out because it was a kind of good story of, a uh, team owner meeting him and he was just like a driving instructor at a right. driving experience. Yeah. Um, giving him this chance. And I was, you know, I didn't like the fact that they were just going to boot him for a while to get other guys in there, but really showed what these cars can do like yeah. with, with Kaz in there and Tyler Reddick. And I'm, uh, I don't know if Austin Dillon will be driving it at any point, but I feel, uh, yeah. I know with their RCR affiliation, I'd be surprised if they didn't. Um, but Tyler for sure. I mean, Ty- Tyler's an, ex- an exceptional driver. Yeah. Um, it's you know he's the he's like 2014 2015 Kyle Larson right now right like he's just getting all the seconds yeah uh, before he gets that victory yeah uh, got a spoiler alert got another one in the cup race yeah 
Um, he, but yeah, he's really shown uh, those cars are a lot better than we thought they were. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And the the playing field seems even. So yeah. Um, also, Chase Elliott didn't make the race. Yeah, Chase Elliott, uh, <laughs> former champion, uh, DNQ'd. Did not qualify. Uh, we're not going to specify that it got rained out, but uh, he posted a qualifying lap and did not make the field. So yeah. we don't have to read into it any more than that. Uh, kind of a wild situation. Yeah. Chase Elliott in a junior motorsports Chevrolet uh, did not make the field at Darlington. Kind of kind of weird. Weird stuff. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, okay. Now for the main event. Cup race. This was awesome. What a freaking race. <laughs> I mean, the paint schemes... The race itself, yeah, everything about Sunday was just incredible. Yes, and then the end, very was just, exciting. Who, buddy? All right, so where do we where do we even start here? Uh, I want to talk about Ross Chastain. Okay, dear Lord, Ross Chastain is just really, really good. Yeah. I don't know what has happened because he was driving for a winning team last year. Sure, he was driving for. A team that won many races with Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. Granted, Kyle Larson is probably a lot better than that car was, but he was teammates with Kurt Busch. Uh, when Kurt Busch won his race at Atlanta, it was because he lapped Ross Chastain at the right time. So, like, there was a That's disparity. That's right. Like, yeah. Ross was doing, he, you know, had a, some good finishes like Nashville and stuff, but the 42 car was not the, like, it, granted, it didn't do too great with Kenseth, but it's still like for Chip Ganassi. That's a big time team. Yeah. So him coming to Trackhouse, who they just had like, you know, one good race with Suarez, and they were just, you know, just okay last year. They, it, they've been, they've exceeded expectations in a ridiculous way. And Ross Chastain, like, we always knew he was going to be good, but yeah. this is unbelievable. Like, yeah. he's like he's probably going to win more races, and he probably was he was he was pretty close to winning this one yeah he was in contention until some bad luck hit him and, he's got a pretty and, good chance of entering uh entering the the playoffs being the top seed if he wins another race he i he mean can, he could be in the last two rounds the yeah, top he, eight I'd, or the I, final four i think he i i think he's got to be the top of the list for the final four yeah like in terms of drivers that can just win a race like he can do that it's, yeah it's nuts yeah, I, I never saw this coming. Which is good. I mean, I think a lot of it too. I mean, Ross Chastain, good, but Trackhouse. Yeah, like here's the money. Go, go win me races. Yeah. So I, I just want Daniel to win a race. Yeah, I would love it. Give me Daniel Suarez winning a race. He's right there. Uh, he's right there. Uh, and I just he he needs that vindication because yeah. he's a really good driver and he's been. Uh, the situation with him at Gibbs, he was it was always a lame duck situation, and same with uh, SHR. Yeah, because he was. Daniel was never going to go to get, he had a, he had a deal to go to another team. He hasn't named what that team was, but he was not going to replace Carl Edwards. Right. Until Kyle, he was going to be a, a cup ride with somebody else. Right. And then Carl retired. So they kept him. Um, and then when he went to SHR, he was all, it was always going to be a one year deal because obviously the, you know, the, uh, team president or whatever he's he's going to give right. His son, the ride. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, he and Daniel said he was he had another offer even for 2021 uh, that he turned down to take for track out and it was for a proven team, hmm. that, a proven winning team that would that could have won him a championship. He hmm. said again, I don't know who that is. Uh, well, let's speculate. I mean, it could be the Hendrick car. Uh, but do you think? Yeah, I mean, Trackhouse also had, they they talked about having a deal. So kind of how they uh, worked with Rich Childress last year and worked out of their shop before they got Larson. And they put the five car back together because they didn't have sponsorship and they didn't even have sponsorship right. with Larson. Right. Uh, and even uh, Bowman was struggling for sponsorship. They were going to, they presented an idea of essentially operating out of that fourth, being that fourth slot for Hendrick Motorsports, hmm. operating, you know, under their own. So being gotcha. on, in the campus yeah. instead of the five car, okay. we'd have track house. So essentially like renting their own spot on the team. Right. Uh, just for the year, which I think would have been very interesting. That but, would have been interesting. Yeah, but I think Hendrick ultimately made the right decision. By getting Kyle uh, Larson yeah, and could, winning the championship. Yeah, sure. yeah. Ten races, um, ridiculous amount. Yeah. I Yeah. Trackhouse has been just... We talked about them before the season started. How I just really love talking about Trackhouse. Well, I love talking about them. And they have been doing well, which is great. 
another guy that I would like to point out before we get to the awesomeness that was the end of the race, mm-hmm. Kevin Harvick. Yes. I was quietly yeah. kind of mean to him last week. Yeah. And then I also picked him to win. Yep. Uh, quietly snuck his way up to the top five. Yeah. So I he started in the very back, just quietly moved up. And then with like 30 laps to go, the announcers were like, oh, no, there's Kevin there's Harvey. Kevin Good for <laughs> him. Like, yeah. So I just had the experience of Darlington, knew when to, when to make the move and when to stay out of the way, kept, took care of his tires and found himself a top five finish. So... Credit to Kevin Harvick. Credit to Kevin Harvick. Which I, I was I was happy for him. I was happy to see it. So, the beef. <laughs> uh, first of all, this beef would have never happened if Ross didn't crash. If Ross didn't crash... I'll agree with that. Uh, off, a, ...off a turn two, I think that was his race. Yes. Uh, big bummer to see Chastain lose that. He still... still yeah. You know, he, fin- he got a second and a first in the stages, which really saved his, his points. Not that points matter anymore. Boo. be like it's darlington nobody has tires left i'm coming up the track so i i'm leaning more towards that as well yeah i think i'm somewhere in the middle like i don't think it was on purpose so yeah i think he could have raced it differently yeah he He could have he could have let up a little bit to touch him yeah Yeah. but you're going for wins and i understand that was with about 20 something 30 to go somewhere in there uh so Logano got pushed clo- into the wall. I think it was a little closer to the end there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like I will 15 yeah. or so. I don't and know. I will I have say, no idea. if I was in Logano's shoes, I would have been also pissed. I would have been, un- yeah, I would have been unhappy. But then we come down to, was it three laps to go? William Byron got out to a huge lead mm-hmm. and at, like every lap, little by little, Joey Logano was eating at it. Yes. Finally came up to his bumper. Joey Logano had every opportunity to do it cleanly yeah. to get around him and then he would have won the race. Yes. Byron probably finished his second. Yeah. And that's the This was Logano's race after Yes. Like with with five or so laps to go, it was clear it was going to be Logano's. It was race. like it was like Richmond when Hamlin was like coming. It was yeah, like it was it yeah, wasn't Denny very Hamlin's clear until like race. five laps to go that yes. Denny Hamlin was going to win the race. Mm-hmm. Um that was the case and Logano comes up to William Byron's bumper. William Byron checked up early into the corner and went low, basically giving up the high because he knew Joey Logano was faster. Yeah. Logano followed him low and just pushed him into oblivion yep. and put him put him in the wall. Mm-hmm. And Logano takes off. Logano, takes the white flag and wins the race. Logano wins the race. William Byron finishes 13th. Something. Something bad. And... Tyler Reddick gets third or second. And then, Good for uh, Tyler Reddick. And then in the post race interview, um, oh wait, I think Reddick finished second. Yeah, I I, I corrected myself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know why I said third. In the post race interview with Joey Logano, uh, he said something was like, "That's what you get if you're gonna." Yeah, if you're gonna put me in the wall, I'm gonna get him back. Yeah. I'm gonna get you back. Yeah, I I don't know. And then yeah. William Byron on pit road. It's like he's an idiot. That's the only way he can win races. Yep. Like, all right. He did use some profanity. He did, which was fun. Not on Love TV, it. but right. Yes. Jeff was pissed. Jeff was pissed, and Jeff. Credit to Jeff. Jeff Gordon. Yep. Uh, after the race, they did interview him, and he was very corporately careful with his <laughs> words. And seeing that Jeff Gordon was really funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember when he called Brad Kozlowski a dipshit and didn't get fined for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he was very careful. With, like you could tell that he was pissed and didn't agree yeah. with how it was done. And all he all he kept saying was Logano's an aggressive driver. Yeah, Joey's an aggressive driver. It was like we know what you mean. Like yeah. you want to go rip his yeah. head off. Uh, it reminded me of 2016 at Dover. It was another rate. You know, in the se- in the few seasons of. Uh, just Chase Elliott is going to win every race, and then he finishes second. Yeah, uh, where Ryan Newman was a lap car and just held Chase up, so he didn't win the race. Yeah. And Jeff went up. Jeff went up to him. And he's like, "Hey, thanks for the help there." And they got into a huge argument. Yeah. Jeff again, long since retired at that point, still. Uh, that reminded me of that. I wanted him to go to go talk to Joey. It would have yeah. been funny. Um, so 
I'm really conflicted about this. Me too. Like, it was exciting. Again, it was fun. It was fun. I liked it. It's better than somebody winning by like 12 seconds. Right. But so I get why Logano did it. But ultimately, I would have rather them come to the line side by side. You know, like. But I don't even think we were even going to get that. Uh, yeah. Logano was so much he faster. Was so much, I, Byron could have held him off a little bit. You know, it could have made it something. But if Logano now, if Byron was blocking him, yeah, and then Logano moved him, which I don't think he was blocking him. He I, wasn't. Uh, he no. went low to give him the high lane. Yeah. So I, I get both sides of this, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. Yeah. I posed the question on Twitter: If this was an eye racing thing, would you protest? Like if Byron you were William pro- Byron, would you By- protest? Byron would. Byron would absolutely protest. Yeah. Just, he got. But so Logano didn't like turn him. He didn't hook him down the straightaway. He pushed him, which is different. I guess that's, is, that's yeah. something. Like it wasn't yeah. like Ross Chastain just destroying right. AJ yeah. Allmendinger, like the most ridiculous move yeah. ever. But the, like, I, I guess the biggest question is. Is this the end of it? No. Or I, mean, I don't think that's the end of it. Come like, let's say Kansas this week. Yeah. Logano's leading. Byron's got a faster car. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna give him a little do to do? If if it does if it doesn't happen next week, it happens in the playoffs. Ooh, where it counts. Okay. Yeah. But I, or like Byron's not the kind of guy. Why don't they settle it in Texas? Yeah. Oh, God. So, I don't, <laughs> so nobody will watch it. Um, my thing like Byron's either I can't. I don't know if he, I don't. I think he's too soft-spoken of a guy. Not soft-spoken, but like right. he's a mellow kind of guy. Yeah, I think he's too much of that. I, unless he thinks this is a time where I have to stand up for myself and go nuts, maybe. But right. I, I don't even know if we're yeah. at that point. Yeah, I don't know. I it was awesome. It yeah. was so much fun to watch. We were texting. Uh, we have a little fantasy group, and Griffin's friend Joe. Yeah, picked. William Byron to win the race. Yeah, but of course. So, big respect. Got you know the Jeff Gordon car. It's I you know I don't yep. have that same connection because it's got a couple decals I don't appreciate that are on the quarter panel. Uh, but it was cool to see right. the Jeff Gordon car leading. Uh, but like, yeah, oof. So it was it, it was a good time yeah. seeing him it have was, a complete meltdown about it. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we were texting. We we're like, if if this thing goes green, it's it's his to lose. Yeah. And then he lost it. <laughs> so, he did, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this were, I mean, there are many other drivers that would have been in Logano's shoes that would not have done the same thing. I mean, there are a few drivers. I mean, Kevin Harvick would have. Harvick would have. Hamlin would have. Kyle, Brad would Kyle have. Kyle would have. Brad would have. All the guys that have been around for a while. Would yeah, have. they would have done that. But yeah. like you know, I don't. As much as we give the newer drivers a lot of uh, a lot of guff for being like super aggressive like i don't like chase wouldn't have I, I, even if they weren't te- uh, they, yeah. if they're not teammates even like chase wouldn't have done that right uh bowman wouldn't have done that yeah bubba would have but i support him sure uh i mean it's just i i think joey has the right to be mad because in his mind he was you know shoved into the wall but this was not an eye for eye situation he took a lot more than he took than he received yeah. in this situation so yeah he says it's over. Uh, he says they're even. Uh, Byron does not think that. No, absolutely not. Going from what would have been a second place finish to a thirteenth. Yeah, big difference. Yes. Um, I hope it's not done. Yeah. I will. I will be okay with this move if this is not the end of the feud. Yeah. Give me more of this. I'm glad this isn't happened happening during the last half of the season where NBC would just follow them for like an entire four hour race. And that's all we would talk miserable, about. Yeah. Oh my god! Like the Ro- Harvick and Elliot at the Roval, where uh, obviously it was exciting what happened, but like just, just, just shut up for a second. Like, ah <laughs> uh, yeah. man. Oh um, well. All right. So Logano won. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Good for him because he hasn't won since Bristol Dirt last year. Another new winner this season. He, he won the Coliseum, but he and now he won Darlington, his first win there, uh, in the Cup Series. Yep. Uh, so fairly interesting one yeah. from the pole. It it's a super happy moment for him too because it was in his quarter midget car. Like the the car right. was based yeah. on his quarter midget. His dad was driving his, like Joey's yeah, right. like uh, 
cool old school Mustang on the pace lap. They drove next to each other because yeah. Jordan's on the pole. So you know, it's it's a really happy moment for him. Yeah. Uh, on Mother's Day, whatever. I and you know, as much as uh, uh, this is, Dar- so forgive me because this is Darlington and this track is over a mile long, so it's not a short track. But ultimately, to sum it up, with Joey Logano's with an impression of Joey Logano, done by Barton Truex Jr. That's your short track racing. <laughs> no, that was Hamlin. That was Denny. That was Hamlin. I don't yeah. know. Everybody hates Joey Logano. Yeah. That's just short track um, racing. Really quick before we move on to Kansas, I don't know if you got a chance to hear anything, but what did you think of the people that they had in the booth? They had uh, Richard Petty, Bobby Labonte, and Bill Elliott. I was surprised. All of them were great. Like I it was fun. So like Richard was the one mostly I was trepidatious about because he's never been like he is not the broadcasting kind of guy. He's getting yeah. up there. But I mean, he was great. It was super interesting. You know who like, did he didn't talk the entire time, right? But, like, he was super interesting. Clint Boyer, yeah, did a really good job of like incorporating him in yes. things and yeah. asking him questions. Yeah, and it I was mean, awesome. Boyer, I think Clint Boyer was a little like, "Oh my god!" Like, like I'm the king there. of NASCAR yeah. is standing right next to me. Like yeah. that was cool. He's very appreciative of the history and stuff. Uh, again, I could stand for Boyer to turn it down just a little bit. Just turn down sure. the Clint Boyer a little sure. bit. Sure. But yeah, Richard Petty was great. He was, you know, a nice dry sense of humor, uh, which was fun with Mike Joy. Yep. Because uh, you could tell Mike Joy was tickled to death the entire time. Oh, respect with that. Absolutely. Which was super fun. Yeah. Uh, then we had Bobby Labonte, who he's been, you know, an analyst with Fox for a right. long time doing race days and everything. Yep. Again, super great. Like he, yeah. he knows what he's doing. He's got more of a present and you know, a, yeah. a slightly more present perspective on nascar yeah and Very another successful another guy kind of like larry mack that is kind of studying these yes. new cars and yeah. knows what's going on with them yeah so. he's more involved so and he still races races the cookout car and the modifieds which right. is cool because i love cookout uh but i think my favorite for the last stage my favorite was bill elliott that was so cool i was so surprised especially him he's just like talking at chate like man i wouldn't have done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the and like the when Fox does the ones to watch kind of thing, and yeah. he just picks he, Chase. He just picks he Chase like, and doesn't mention, the, yeah. <laughs> it, which it's, was hilarious. Like, that I'm they not gonna talk about how yeah. it's his kid. That's not my kid or anything. I'm just you know just letting you know. Watch out for this kid. Yeah, <laughs> there was a moment that like they they missed it when it happened, but right before a caution came out, Chase spun coming to pit road. Right, and they showed that like off of like they only had it off of I think Kevin Harvick's roof cam or yeah. something. It, and Bill's just like, what are you doing there, buddy? <laughs> I, w- I don't know if I would have done the same thing. Uh, so great. <laughs> Critique- he's just yeah. critiquing the whole thing. Like, just watch it. Because, like, he, you know, he he's used to that. Like, he just watches Chase and yeah. critiques. Like, I walked by at Road America. I just kind of walked by him on a rock. He was one of his spotters. He's just, star- just standing. I'm just standing next to Bill Elliott. He's just looking at, in a place where you can't see anything. So, yeah. I don't know what he's spotting for. Because He's spotting for know. cows. Spotting cows. I, I guess. Yeah, but. That was super funny. Yeah, Bill's Bill's really funny. Yeah. So I I want more Bill Elliott in the booth. Sure. Uh that would be fun. Yeah. Uh this was better than like Ned Jarrett and Ken Squire are fantastic. We're, or I'd say, in their time were really good in the booth too. But in the like recent years for like the Southern Five Hundred, I know NVC had brought them out and they were just you know, Ned especially, it's you know, he it, it wasn't as it's over. it wasn't the yeah. same. Uh, but these were guys that you know weren't analysts. Like they're, they're just you know completely fresh, and you have no expectations. It, it was, I think, a home run. Yes, I agree. Loved it. It was Loved really it. cool. Who so. do we, who's in the booth this weekend? I no can't idea. remember. No idea. I'm sure it's somebody. It's got to be somebody. Oh, Jamie Mack. Jamie hey, McMurray. I be like fun. Jamie McMurray. Yeah, I forgot. Fun. Yeah. Okay. So this weekend, Kansas. Yep. Uh, mile and a half. Yep. Located in Kansas. Probably of the cookie cutter tracks, probably the one that has the most vicious crashes. Yeah. Uh, we've had some crazy stuff happen. I know in COVID times we had Ryan Priest have a ridiculous crash there. Anthony Alfredo has flipped a car there recently. Um, yeah, coming off of uh, there's a lot of big crashes that'll happen where people you know break break loose off of two and hit the backstretch wall. Yep. Uh, this tr- yeah quietly this track is. Uh, pretty chaotic. Yeah, and uh, I am going to go ahead and tell you that I am ready to pick my winner. All right. And it's going to be a first-time winner this year again. Okay, who do we got? Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. I could see that. That seems like a, a Martin Truex place Remember to Remember the win. year, what was it, the I, the year that he won it all? Uh-huh. It, 
every single mile and a half track. It was just Martin Truex. Stage, I think, stage winner, MTJ. And I know that that's. I know it's basically Kyle Larson now, but I think this weekend Martin Truex is gonna be like, okay, this was, this was cute. Yeah. Congratulations, I'm back. I think that we're going to like leading off of one of the best weeks of his life. I think Kyle Busch is going to ride that wave of momentum Whoa. Uh, and win at Kansas. Oh, we need to talk about that. We yeah, didn't we, talk about we that. We got to talk about the Twitter beef, don't we? Because when this happened, we just looked at each other and said, we got to talk about that. We had like, we're just so recorded. Sad. We had just yeah, recorded. God, this was the worst. So some moron. God, just some complete Neanderthal. Well, before that, somebody tweeted out just saying, like, just so you know, if if uh, Kyle Busch and, and his wife were expecting a baby, and they were basically saying, should the baby come, and Kyle Busch is unable to race, Trevor Bain would take over. Baby via a surrogate, Yeah, we should add. Because, again... Like everyone is aware on the like the hardcore fans are aware, and this guy should have been aware because this guy is a self-proclaimed Kyle Bush fan. Yep. Uh Kyle Bush and his wife have struggled immensely with infertility issues. They have the Bundle of Joy Fund, which is a wonderful charity that deals with infertility issues, fertility. Um, they, since having Brexit in 2015, they have struggled immensely with miscarriages and you know hardship in trying to have a second child and through the wonders of medicine through, uh, as difficult, it was very difficult for them to have a baby, uh, the traditional way, uh, through IVF even as well. So the, they were advised to go through a surrogate, which again is still their freaking baby. Cannot reiterate that enough. Even going beyond the, it doesn't matter who, but you know, biology doesn't matter. Your parents are the ones that raise you and love you and everything, you know, like beyond that, it's biologically their kid. You know, it's, they, you know, whatever. They take a DNA test. It's It's their their DNA. Yeah. It doesn't freaking matter. First of all, shut up. So this guy, let's, 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 we haven't even told you why we're mad at this guy. The tweet, this guy has been torched from the internet, so we can't even find the tweet or whatever. But this guy, he, in, in response to Trevor Bain being announced as being, which it, it it being Trevor Bain doesn't uh, matter. Like it's, which quick question upgrade. That would have been awesome. (laughs) (laughs) What, how fun would that have been? Trevor Bain is might be an upgrade for Kyle. I would. You heard it here first. I would have like as soon as I heard that, I'm like, God, I hope he just take just give me give me Trevor Bain at Kansas. Like that would be fantastic. I wouldn't mind it. So, uh, this guy he in response to it doesn't even matter that's Trevor Bain in response to there being a replacement should Kyle Bush need to leave on baby watch. This guy says, I can't believe that we. I can't believe that we are going to like lose out of points and miss a race for a baby that isn't even theirs. And he kept saying we and us an hour. What? So first of all, shut up. Like I would times a bajillion. If I had a sibling and they were having a kid, I don't give a shit about my job. Like, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Busch, regardless, first former of all, champion. Yeah, he's already done the things and stuff. Yeah, they give out waivers like like candy. Like they anybody can get a waiver. They they gave a waiver to somebody that was accused of domestic battery. Of course, was you know not guilty, but somebody that was accused of domestic battery got a playoff waiver. Like he would get a playoff waiver. Yeah, that's ridiculous. NASCAR isn't. I love NASCAR more than any other sport. It's my favorite part of pop culture. It's my favorite pastime. Uh, no person should ever put NASCAR or any sport or their hobby above the birth of their freaking child. Yeah. You asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. So and then, yeah. P- poor Samantha Bush, who, again, has gone through the the most terrible thing you can go through as a mother. Yes. And like on the track, the, yeah. I just want to say on the track, I hate Kyle Bush as yes. much as the next guy. Yeah. But this is this is a different thing. Yeah, this is yeah, this is this goes beyond NASCAR. So poor Samantha Bush, who has experienced the worst of what bringing life from the world can offer, you know, politely said, you know, 
it, you know, scientifically, you know, it's still our bit, you know, I've experienced terrible things with miscarriages. Doctors advised us that we should go this route, you know, to be able to have a child. Right. Which it shouldn't have even started, but that just should have ended it, you know? And then he. When this poor, he, he doubled down. He doubled down. And said that she obviously didn't know anything. By the way, we it's worth mentioning, I did a little recon before this guy was torched off of the face of the earth on the on the internet. And uh his his Twitter bio, I don't remember what his bio said. He's from Alabama. So obvi- obviously But his cover photo is a picture of like a late model car or a dirt car or something. But one of the decals is the is the rowdy energy drink. Yeah, like it, as if he was sponsored by yeah, Kyle Bush. I doubt there's any money being exchanged there. He's probably just a fan that puts it on there. And wouldn't I that be bet nuts you, if this guy's getting money? Yeah, like I well, <laughs> I bet you if he wasn't and he just put it on there, Kyle Bush is doing like, everything yeah. in his power to make sure that never happens again, and probably might try to be suing him a little bit. And and you know what decal was next to that one. Jesus first. That's right. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, uh, people. So people are so dumb. That was the dumbest, like just the most baffling, yeah. like unbelievable thing. Like wh- why? Yeah. Like that. Just go. That person shouldn't exist. Like we need to no. forget. Like I don't know his name. It doesn't matter. We're never gonna hear about him again. Yep. Uh, obviously, if this guy had any hopes of being somebody in racing, He's, that's over. It's way uh, over because he came at the unborn child of one of the greatest race car drivers of all time correct not unborn no more as yes. uh, yesterday baby's here you almost uh birthday boy tommy irby here almost shared a birthday almost shared a birthday with uh kyle bush's daughter lennox bush born yesterday uh quoted as kyle bush saying she was born at 6.1 ounces so close. So close. That's a really tiny baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the baby is one day older than me. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Wild. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> I've been wasting time. I immediately texted. I sent I sent the tweet to Tommy and said 2041 Xfinity champion. So oh, yeah. uh, write that down, everybody. I mean, we'll still be doing the show then. Oh, clearly. Uh, uh, my daughter will obviously be on the show as well. Uh, she'll be a co-host. Will she be an Xfinity champion? Uh, it's maybe not that year or the, the year after. Okay. Yeah. Twenty forty two. All right. That's the that is the uh that's the beef that we want to see. So mm. on behalf what if of your, my child What if your daughter has beef with their daughter? Their I, daughter. I wanna see I wanna see Lennox Bush against Ryan Amity Eldred on the track. That's right, Lennox Bush. I'm calling you out on behalf of my unborn tiny child who punches the snot out of my wife's ribs all day long. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming for you. This is, and I'm staring off into the distance as if I am talking to a tiny baby. Instead, I'm stuff. talking. I'm talking to soundproofing, but I'm pretending it's a yeah. 6.1 ounce Yikes. tiny baby. You well, heard it here first. All right. Well, take a deep breath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kansas, I got Martin Truex. You got Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. Uh, looking forward to it. I think uh, you know what next week. On on the uh, tandem draft, we have not had a guest drop by in a while. We have not. I think we might call Mr. Ward, see if he can stop well, yeah, by. See if Ward's going to be, yeah, see if see he's if, busy. Yeah, see, I mean, Kansas, kind of close to here. Yeah, I mean, with all this beef around, we should have an animal expert. So yes. So we'll see what he's up we'll to. We'll give Ward a call, see if he can stop by next week. Uh, anything else before we go? Don't be a terrible person. Don't be a terrible person. And it's really not that yeah, hard. And if you yeah, just don't be a terrible person. That's it. Yeah. It's really not that, that you hard. heard it here first, yes. folks. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. Did it, now uh, is it weird that I just said don't be a terrible person when I just called out a a one day old baby? No. Okay. Uh, it's different. All right. Cool. Uh thank you everybody for listening. Make sure you watch Kansas. Uh we'll be back next week to recap recap that. And then I think uh, after that, we'll talk to Ward, mm-hmm. and then we'll just ignore the fact that uh, the next race is at Texas. Yeah. What, where is that again? So, we're, yeah, we're just going to ignore it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. They got Bucky's there, I guess. That's 
That's probably where it originated. Place. Yeah. I think there's a Bucky's next to the you track. You know what? Bucky's episode next yeah, week. Yeah, Bucky's episode. Live from Bucky's. We're we're <laughs> taking off work. We're going to the nearest Bucky's, which I think is in Kentucky. So the Bucky Kentucky Roadshow. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs>